and welcome to a brand new episode of Record Tech Listen. My name is Lydia and thank you so much for joining me. On today's show, we feature Jen Brown and she comes to us from the Center for Literary Arts at Frostburg State University in Frostburg, Maryland. She's here to discuss specifically the Indie Lit Festival, but also what the CLA has to offer to the community at large and some other activities that go on throughout the year. The Indie Lit Festival, it's in its 10th year, and it's this upcoming weekend, October the 14th through the 15th. It's absolutely free to the public and happens in the main main street area of Frostburg. There are readings, panels, and uh, independent publishing houses that come to Frostburg. Um, so if you're an aspiring author, then maybe this is an opportunity for you or you want to improve your writing skills. This is definitely the festival for you to attend. Um, so she's going to give us the basic rundown of uh, certain events, certain panels, and um, things to be on the lookout for in the future. Um, they also have a wonderful website, and it's fsucla.weebly.com, and we'll have direct links on our website, recordtacklisten.com, where you're able to find all of our previous episodes for you to listen to for free. If this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, welcome. And um, we highly encourage you to go back and listen to other episodes with um, a bunch of really amazing people. So while you're there, listen to those. And if you like what you hear, or if you're an avid listener and would like to be a patron of the podcast, we would appreciate that. There is a donate button on the right-hand side, and you can support your local podcast. If you happen to own a business and want to sponsor a show, um, we have a tab there too, and just hit the shop button the top and you can shop for whatever kind of ad fits your um, business's budget. So I can't mention um, this enough. The Relish Pod guys are um, at it again. They just released a paella episode. It's audio and visual. So there is a YouTube component. You can find them at Relish Pod and also a link on their website, relishpod.com. So if you're hungry, I don't suggest listening to it because um, it'll just make your hunger pains worse. But if you're looking for some dinner inspiration, by all means, listen to and watch the video. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode with Jen Brown from the Center for Literary Arts. Jen, you're back. But for the first time. Right, because although I was here before, I wasn't really here. We recorded, but the computer gods were not on, on our side that day. So, But now we've got you, and I'm happy you're back. And and I'll try to offer up a goat to the computer gods and see, Thank you. see if this whole thing will work. It'll work this time. Good. So you're the head of the Center for Literary Arts at Wolfsburg State. Congratulations. That's a relatively new position for you. It is. I've only been doing it since June. Good. Um, and you're doing a great job. Uh, thanks. I hope. Yeah. Well, I mean, the One Act Play Festival went really well. It did. Yeah, very successful evening. And uh, Tim and I both went, and we enjoyed it highly. So next year, keep on the look for that. Great. Um, so you're here to talk about specifically the Indie Lit Festival. I am. Uh, but let's maybe get a little bit of a feel for the CLA and what it does and where it's located and all that good stuff. Sure, of course. So the Center for Literary Arts is a community hub in Frostburg, sponsored by the university. Uh, to encourage people to, in effect, engage with their story. Um, so we we try to be uh, a space for writers. We try to encourage people to have access to writers. And uh, we do that by offering uh, community workshops, 
We also offer a veterans workshop right now. So on Tuesday evenings, uh, veterans are welcome to come into the space and work with um, a facilitator to help uh, work on their writing. Uh, even if they've never done any writing before, this is an opportunity for them to investigate their stories. That's amazing. Uh, it's it's a really good thing yeah. um, that we're offering. And again, it's every Tuesday. People can can drop in. It runs from 6 to 7.15. And um, Gib Cochran, who teaches at Frostburg and uh, who is a local musician who, of course, yeah. writes his own songs, uh, he's facilitating that workshop. So that's something that we're doing. Um, but we also do things like we bring in readers, we bring in um, writers. Of course, we have this Indie Lit Festival. Uh, so we're trying to get people um, kind of connected with the writing community right. and doing that kind of, um, uh, you know, literary community building uh, in, in Frostburg and the surrounding region. Do you find people um, are hesitant to write? Oh, yeah, completely. Um, because there's so much fear about putting things down on paper, right? Yeah. Or maybe... Um... Maybe it being grammatically correct. You know what I mean? Like, I think some people have a fear of writing because they're used to handing it in and getting it back with like, what does this mean or who, you know? Right. Sure. <laughs> and as a person who writes those kind of comments on students' papers, right. uh, I understand that that fear that it engenders. Um, but I think that people are also, um, people don't take themselves seriously enough. Okay. They kind of don't recognize that they have a voice that might be worth hearing. And so, um, like, just for example... Because uh, I, I write poems, and uh, one of the worst pieces of feedback that I've ever gotten was that I handed it to someone uh, to read, and that person told me, well, you're no T.S. Eliot. And and my thought was, wow. well, well, no, of course I'm not T.S. Eliot, right? I mean, that's not who I'm trying to be. Uh, but people get that kind of feedback, right? And and it that's makes them... No, oh, no. Well, no, that would make... I would never write anything else again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so not only do people hear other people telling them, oh, well, you're not so-and-so, mm-hmm. but then they tell themselves that, right? They read someone else and think, I could never say that thing. Well, of course not. You have other things to say. Right. So part of what we try to do or part of what it is our intention to do is to try to get people in um, and move them past that, that sort of negative self-criticism that they might they might hear in their own heads um, and try to give them different sets of of comments that might make them feel a little more encouraged. Yeah, so it's a positive feedback situation. Right, ideally. Good. And, you know, we can help with semicolons and commas and things like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. But um, but as far as just giving people the opportunity in the space to to say what they have to say, I think that's that's really where our greatest potential lies. That's that's great. And I'm super excited that it's something that's available for people. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. No problem. So Indie Lit Fest. Right. This is the 10th year, so this is not uh, something that you just started. This has been around for a while. It has been around for a while, and unfortunately it is something that I just started, um, which means that I have a lot of catching up to do. Right. But, um, but I'm also, you know, as they say, standing on the shoulders of giants. So um, there is a uh, there's a committee of people who have been doing this kind of work. So, um, of course, it originally was, the, I think, the Small Press Festival was the, the name it operated under. Okay. And um, Jerry LaFemina, who's the former director of the center, uh, certainly has had heavy hands in um, in making this into the very successful festival that it's becoming. Um, John Tobe at the library and Lee Mesma Mandicott at the uh, FSU Ort Library have all been involved in it and have done tremendous work uh, to try to build it up. But this year we have um, what I think is going to be a pretty successful, maybe a little bit smaller, but a pretty successful festival. Good. Um, we have 30 presses coming. That sounds like a lot of presses. It's a lot of presses. Um, That's good. Yeah, yeah. So 30 presses coming, um, representing journals and, uh, you know, chapbook presses, things like that. Uh, 
and they'll be in the uh, the Lyric Theater. So all of these events are going to take place, and, and I should say it's happening on the 14th and 15th of October. Okay. Um, all of these events are going to be happening on Main Street in Frostburg. So although we are affiliated with the university, our festival is not happening on the campus. It's happening in the, on the Main Street. On the Main Street. Uh, so we're getting people to, to Frostburg and also showing them what's there. So um, 30 presses are going to be in the uh, the Lyric Theater, and they'll have a book fair, so they'll have books from their authors available for sale nice. and perusal, and, and also people who are interested in, in maybe pitching a book to an editor oh, nice. can talk to editors there, wow. try to find a press that might suit them and with, with which they might have a good relationship. Um, and then we'll also have on, on the 15th a series of panels and readings that are going to be happening um, again on on main street so we'll have um you know panels about craft and about genre um and kind of investigating different topics uh throughout the day so it should be a really interesting day that's free and open to the public that's awesome so it doesn't cost a thing not at all good um unless you want to buy a book which we encourage you to do of course um so the panel discussions is there anything that you recommend that people don't miss oh well all of all them, of them. <laughs> yeah but, that, but that's impossible so uh, so we have six different panels that are happening and uh or six different sessions i should say that are happening and uh three panels per session so uh and i mean if like i'm trying to think about which ones i'm going to go to right it's hard right, to right. make the choice so um so for example we have um we have a panel on the poetry of place. So if you're you know, kind of trying to build a voice for a specific place, you might think about that kind of panel. Um, and of course, it's also focused on panel or on poetry. Um, so we also have, this one sounds really interesting. So a, a panel called After Violence, the Poetics of Trauma and Resistance. Okay. Um, which, which I think could be compelling. Um, <laughs> maybe a little disturbing at times. Um, so also we have a panel on uh, reimagining fairy tales. Okay. We have uh, a roundtable on speculative fiction. So if you're a sci-fi speculative oh, fiction person, nice. um, Andy Duncan and uh, Christopher Conlon and James Morrow are going to be on that panel, or on that roundtable kind of talking about their craft and mm-hmm. talking about how they produce work. Um, we have a panel called Writing the Queer South. Okay. A group of women who are, um, who are Southern authors who are also bisexual, who are going to be writing about, um, you know, LGBTQ uh, kind of issues in writing, which should be fascinating. Um, we have a panel on which we've named intersection of the muses. Okay. So we'll have, uh, musicians and visual artists oh, on nice. that panel talking about the ways in which writing overlaps with other forms of art. Right. Uh, and I'm hoping actually that the two musicians who are on that panel might also play. Oh, very um, nice. So yeah, very nice. I've warned them that they have a lot of space. Okay. Um, as a way of saying, bring your instruments and make right. sure that there's you bring plenty of space for you to maybe pick up an instrument or two. Precisely. Good. Um, we have a panel called uh, Writing Love, Writing Sex. Okay. So uh, for people who are interested in, in making an authentic voice uh, for addressing that sort of significant element of our person- personalities. Sure. Um, and, okay, so then I have to, I have to make this, uh, this plug for this particular panel. Um, we have a young adult panel. Right. And, and I am... Uh, you know, so excited about this. So instead of having a panel of, of young adult writers, we have a panel of young adult readers. Nice. So, um, you know, knowing that we have people who are interested in writing for young adults, I thought it would be a great opportunity for them to, to be able to kind of quiz young adults on what they want to see in books, what they love about books. Right. Um, and, uh, I've, you know, this is what we do, right? I've uh, enlisted my 
my daughter who was 15. Nice. To, to Perfect. The, right in that yeah, young adult area. The facilitator of this panel. And so um, she, she's so funny, right? Because I told her, well, it's just going to be like an opportunity for you to talk about books you love and, and what makes you love these books you love. And so she kind of went off with a nod and said that she would do that. And then I've heard her talking about it to other people. And she said things like, well, so I have this little talk prepared on idiom. Wow. <laughs> like, kid, where did you come from? Right. So, so from she, you, well, but, I, guess, I mean, <laughs> I suppose there's that, but so she's, um, you know, they're kind of working on, on highly specific elements of, of what they find appealing in books. So I, I think it's a good sign that you gave her what you thought was a relatively like a gushing panel of like, Oh, I, I love this and that and the other. And she's very, she's taking it very seriously oh, completely, and yeah. breaking it down into certain aspects of what she likes about different right. authors, I would imagine. Oh yeah, yeah. And concepts. That's, that's amazing. It should be really fun. And of course, so, you know, she's on it. Um, but then we, she has, so you'll definitely be at that one. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. She might not want me there. Hmm. Um, you can sneak in the back. <laughs> probably. <laughs> So um, she's enlisted the help of some of her other, um, you know, highly, highly literate uh, literary friends. And what's great is they're all interested in different things. So so they'll have kind of different voices or different um, interests for those participants uh, who want to ask them questions. And they're prepared to answer questions. Good. It should be fun. Um, So, I mean, there's just all kinds of things, right, that a a person could learn about and uh, and see what's happening at these at these six different time slots for panels. And it sounds like um, it's open to anybody that would, young or old, who wants to get into writing. Oh, completely, completely. Um, and then something else that's kind of neat uh, is on Saturday. So I should also say that all of this happens really between 11 o'clock and 5.30. Okay. So, um, you know, a large chunk of the day, but you can still go out for dinner afterward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because... You might as well say that too. Yeah. Um, but there are also going to be readings that are happening through the day. So there are three different readings. And uh, this is just on Saturday. Um, the Friday night schedule is different. So um, there's a new winery that's opening in Frostburg. The Toasted Goat. The Toasted Goat. And so um, they, if all goes well, and they're actually open by the 15th, which they're planning to be, they've offered to host our readings. Oh, very nice. So the readings will be in the tasting room, which should be very fun. I would imagine. Yeah, and and probably most exciting too for that, those readings. There is a um, an author coming from Bat Cat Press, and that author is Kevin Hayworth. Um, he's going to be reading again if all goes well. It chose to goat at twelve thirty. Um, but here's the great thing, right? So um, and this is my plug for one of the other presses. So um, Hayworth is reading for Bat Cat, and Bat Cat is a press. That um, is run entirely by high school students. So I think it's awesome. Right. So, and they make these beautiful, beautiful books, handmade, gorgeous books. They look like art pieces. They do. Yeah. yeah. Completely. Completely. Um, they're the, the one that's probably, I'm actually just going to look at it here. Um, it's Jim Daniels' book, um, Apology to the Moon. And they've done on the cover of it, uh, they've cut holes into the cover of the book that are. Um, in the shape of a constellation. So, um, and they actually, all the spacing is correct. It's sort of like to the scale, it's gorgeous. Um, they've done such a nice job with this book that if you, like if you pull up their work and, and you take a look at it, they're all, all different, all um, appropriate to the content of the book and just so well made and lovely. So they're going to be at our, at our book fair. And um, I am 
prepared to just shamelessly throw money at them um, <laughs> for their books uh, because their work is just gorgeous. So. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and they're um, in Pittsburgh? They are just outside of Pittsburgh. Um, they are at the Lincoln Park Performing Arts Charter School in Midland, Pennsylvania. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. So if you are looking for a publisher that has young, fresh ideas all the time, then I guess that you should do Batcat. Right, right. Um, and they're, you know, they, they publish people from across the country. So they're, they're definitely um, not just looking at regional authors. That's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, what an awesome high school experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, Bookbinding. I, you know, it's like. <laughs> The combination of modern production and classical production all at the same time. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. And that they are, they're coming to Prosperous. That's even better. Right. So you have 30 um, presses. 30 presses. Yep. And uh, that's all happening in the lyrics. So you can just sort of go around, see beautiful books. Are some of the authors going to be there as well? Um, some of their authors will be there. And uh, the people who are reading on Saturday um, and also on Friday evening are all authors from these presses. So Good. they will be um, representing repping their houses as it were good Um, good so i mean it sounds like this weekend is jam-packed full of fun and interesting things it will be a good time um Um, something i want to mention is that you all every for the first saturday of every month you have uh, coffee with a writer we do yeah um so and we actually uh just thinking about the dates here so on october 1st we had barrett werner um who was a delight and so smart and so articulate. Um, these Coffee with the Writer series are uh, hosted by Nina Forsyth, who okay. is a local writer, local poet, um, fine poet. Uh, and they're, they're informal question and answer events that also have readings built into them uh, and coffee and pastries. So, nice. You know, that, that always draws a crowd. Yeah, it? Helps, <laughs> helps to get people out of bed in the morning. Um, so they happen from in the morning until noon. Okay. And they pretty much follow a, uh, you know, open with a reading, short reading, and then kind of an informal Q&A. And then, uh, you know, the people who are in attendance are able to just hang out and talk to the writers uh, who are um, usually very generous with their time, very willing to sell and sign copies of books, very willing to kind of talk about anything that a person might come up with. That's great. So they're always, always a good time. Um, who's on? Who's next on the list? Do you remember? Oh, thanks for asking that question. Oh, you're um, our next author is uh, Chris Stewart, who uh, works for the Maryland State Arts Council, uh, but is also a uh, a poet. And um, and then in in December, our author is Melanie Michael, who's a local children's book author. Okay. Um, she wrote Nerf Nerd. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, she is uh, very open to having small children at this coffee with the oh, writer. Oh, okay. And actually... Um, that should be coffee and juice co- the writer. Coffee, juice, hot chocolate. Hot oh, cocoa there the you go. But here's the thing, right? And I actually need to change the times of this. So I, I don't have the, the time yet for, for Melanie's uh, coffee with the writer. Because... Uh, Saturday, the 3rd of December is also Storybook Holiday in Frostburg. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, right. And I didn't realize this when I had scheduled with Melanie, uh, you know, a couple months ago. So, and if you don't know, um, uh, Storybook Holiday is a, um, it's an event that's hosted by the Children's Literature Center, which is great, another great outreach uh, thing that we do at the university. Um, and so kids are able to come and, and participate in crafts and, and all kinds of fun things. 
Um, we at the center actually in the afternoon are going to do a um, a writing craft with kids. <laughs> oh, nice! Uh, but uh, but we'll definitely work out the t- the time for Melanie, uh, and I trust that she will make it seasonally appropriate. Nice. Um, nice. So it should it should be a great day on Main Street for people with kids. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, we, we talked to. Um, Mairead Farrell, she was the um, Irish exchange student oh, in right. charge of Story Bark Holiday, and she came on and talked about it. So mm-hmm. um, it sounds like a great time oh, if you're a kid and an adult, a big kid, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, the cookie tasting. How, how could people not love that? An elf Olympics. So anyway, uh, so Melanie Michael will be um, there for uh, Coffee with the Writer on December 3rd. And... Uh, Wants them to be engaged in in the event and in the reading. Um, I'm hoping that she she probably will try to pull some stories out of them too. Like that's always fun. Yeah. So it should be a good time. Uh, and and again, tied to Storybook Holiday. Can't wait for that to happen. That'll be seasonally appropriate. Indeed. Good. Awesome. Um, so are there any other events happening other than the Indie Lit Festival? That's enough, right? The Indie Lit Festival. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Actually, after. Uh, after Indie Lit, they're probably, we do a, we do a, um, reading for, um, the food bank, uh, to, to get in canned goods and things okay. be- before Thanksgiving every year, but I haven't set that up yet. So, okay. Well, let um, us know and we'll make an announcement or you can come back and talk about it. That'd I be fine. I would love that. We always do, uh, or we have in the past done readings about food. Okay. So, um, like for example, Neruda's Ode about the onion shows up sometimes. And, nice. Uh, so it's, you know, it's uh, it's a good opportunity to to write or to to read people's writing about food. About food, right? Uh, in advance of Thanksgiving. That's amazing. Do you read recipes? Oh, you know, I don't. Well, I don't think people have. Mm. There's a um, uh, someone read a. Uh, like a brief article about the eating of the ortolan. Do okay. You, do you know anything about not, this? No, not familiar with that. Uh, so it's um, like a French songbird that is okay. it's actually kind of horrific when you think about yeah. it. It's um, like overfed on, on nuts and is drowned in, uh, I want to say cognac, and then is, is consumed. And so apparently um, a person is supposed to cover one's head with a cloth Um to, to shield himself from uh, the scornful eyes of God. While this is happening? Uh, right, while, while one eats the ortolan. And, mm. and so, I mean, I guess if you could call that a recipe. Um, someone, oh, I mean, that's how to make it, I guess. Right. Uh, some, someone read that once. But anything, you know, it's pretty open. Any, anything Good. that is even briefly connected to food um, is, is welcomed at that reading that's awesome but again i'll, I'll keep you informed that would be great yeah so come back and let's let's talk about food around thanksgiving i think that's highly appropriate oh great yeah love that. okay well um make sure everybody listening goes to the indie lip fest october 14th and 15th october 14th and 15th and actually i should also say on that friday night the 14th because i haven't really talked about that okay um so it opens with a kickoff reception at the center for literary arts okay and again center for literary arts is 22 east main street in frostburg it then moves to everyone's favorite independent bookstore in frostburg main street books, main street books yeah um where we'll have a reading with um terry cross davis and uh rick campbell and um sally rosen kindred okay uh so those three authors will be reading at main street books and then it's 7 30 uh, there is a panel discussion in the Frostburg Community Library meeting room on the writer and editor relationship. 
Okay. So uh, Rick Campbell, Terry Cross Davis, Sally Rosenkindred, and Elizabeth Savage will be participating on that panel. Wow. So um, Rick Campbell was um, an editor for Anhinga uh, for many years and now is involved with All Nations Press. And um, so he has the ability to talk about both the writer and the editor with relationship, I guess, within himself. That's cool. Because yeah. he's been on both sides. Exactly. Good. We would love to see um, people of, of all stripes come out to this event. Good. All right. Well, thank you so much for yeah. coming. Thanks for having me. And I'll, I'll see you in November. Sounds great. For more information on what you've heard on today's show, be sure to look at our website and that's recordtalklisten.com. You'll find direct links relating to the Indie Lit Fest and also all of the other events at the Center for Literary Arts. We want you, the listeners, to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss another episode and you can stay well informed about what's going on in your area. It could not be any easier. You can go to our website. We have links directly on the right-hand side. We're on iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher, and Google Play. So no matter what listening device you use and whatever operating system, we can accommodate. If you are an iTunes user and um, like what you hear, leave us a review. That really helps more people um, see the podcast and become more visible. So if you could do that, that would be great. And thank you in advance. Speaking of you, the listener, we love to hear from you. If you have any suggestions on who you think we should feature on the podcast, if you yourself have something to say, you'd like to come on and just some general feedback, we'd love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at RTLpod. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash record talk listen. Send us a message, leave us a comment. Um, or an old-fashioned email always gets through, and that's recordtalklisten at gmail.com. This has been another episode of Record Talk Listen, where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen. Until next time, thank you so much. Mm-hmm.